Let's just kick off this conversation by embracing the fact and setting the expectation of the fact that parenthood in and of itself is hard work. It's hard work. We're we're stepping up to a plate that we don't have a perfect roadmap for. There's risk. We have to have faith in ourselves. We're presented with continual and constant challenges and stressors. This is not for the faint of heart. Simply providing the basics can feel all-encompassing some days, requiring us to give it our all, meaning that sometimes we feel like we don't have much left in the tank. Have you ever had one of those, you know, okay, I kept my kid alive today, and that's about all I checked off my list? Well, I don't think you're alone. I think it's not our standard. You know, that's not what we're going for, but we certainly have those moments. And as entrepreneurs specifically, we're cut from a different cloth and we have chosen a different path than mainstream society. Truly, like this is what we have said yes to and it's unconventional. And the fact of the matter is we have made this choice not just for ourselves, but also for our families by default. And maybe we didn't think of it that way, that we kind of thought it was in our own little lane that we were going to work in this career of entrepreneurship and then work in this lane over here of parenthood. But the two worlds cross because you are the common thread in both and you are in both all day, every day. And if we want to pass the best of this world and our entrepreneurial values onto our kids, no matter what direction they choose, we're going to have to do some extra work because they are not going to get it from society, from the school system, from what they see on social media, from the garbage content that's being put out and directed at our kids. But the good news is I do not believe that the answer is to just work harder and try more and push harder and hustle more. I believe in my bones that it is in the small things, the simple tweaks that we make and the simple things that we do each and every day that are going to result in empowering our children to discover their own creativity and capacity and influence and power. And going the extra mile and guiding our kids by preparing them for the work they will ultimately choose might just be our life's most important work. What if the conversations we had and the challenges we gave them and the habits we modeled, the lessons we taught them, the affirmations we spoke to them, all the little moments of our day, what if one of them set them on the right path, piqued their curiosity for what they ultimately pursue and make this major impact on the world? What if something that you say or something that you model for them results in that? So today's episode is all about raising kids in an entrepreneurial family. It is a different path. It's one with so much possibility and so much goodness, but its own set of challenges that we have to learn how to face. And we want our kids to squeeze the most juice out of life, but it won't happen by accident. It won't happen by accident. So today we're talking all about what it means to raise kids in an entrepreneurial family and how you can make the absolute most of this incredible gift that you're giving them. Let's raise them upright. You're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, where we elevate successful entrepreneurs into powerful leaders doing work that really matters. And this episode is dedicated to raising luminaries. If you listen to this show, you already know that it's not about you anymore. As a leader, a real luminary, you're here to deeply impact others. I feel it too. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, a business leadership strategist and mom who's passionate about raising up that next generation of leaders. Looking at my three kiddos, I realized that I wanted to do entrepreneurship differently for them. 
Society is failing the next generation, and once a week on this show, we're doing something to change that. Whether you're a parent with your own little luminary or you want to heed the call of impacting those trailing you, this short but sweet episode will give you guidance and inspiration you can bring around your dinner table or into your community. You want to create your legacy? Here's where you start. Let's raise them up right. Oh, and real quick, I have to tell you guys, if you haven't thought about joining Camp Luminary, first of all, we up-leveled it. It's now the very first mastermind for entrepreneurial parents and their kids. I understand what it feels like to feel guilty when you are working, like you should be with the kids, and stressed when you're with the kids because you should be working, and feeling split in two, like your identity is just cut in half. And on top of that, feeling like you're at max capacity, just stressed and spread thin and hurried, and you know that's not the life you want to live, and you know that's not what's best for your kids, but how do you get out of it? How do you raise up out of it? And then you look at your kids and you think, man, are they being influenced by their environment? Are we even connected anymore? Am I even able to influence them positively to support them to tap into who they're called to be? I see insecurities rising up. I want them to be confident and courageous. The how, right? The how. This experience at camp is literally going to have you come in to camp one way and leave as a different person, your children as different people, and as a different family with a whole new trajectory. We are designing camp and the mastermind surrounding it. So on both ends, included with camp. This is the only time we're going to do this because we are a mastermind company we have wonderful masterminds that thrive and it's our jam. So we were like, how can we make sure that camp is the most powerful thing for these families, for these children and these leaders? So we are on either side bookending it with a mastermind leading up to it and coming out of it. This is an investment in your family's future. This is an investment of your quality of life and your calling. This is an investment in your children. And guess what? The success of your business is going to directly follow the level of intention you bring into your home. And that lack of fulfillment or that stress or feeling like you have to hit that next goal and not wondering why it's not, it's just not sitting well. Like you're just, you don't feel satisfied or content or you feel like you just have to hurry into the next thing. You got to flip this thing on its head and learn what is required of you. What tools do you need to equip yourself to model leadership for your children so they can become the leaders they're called to be? Get yourself to camp luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash camp. Rooms are going super fast. We're now opening it up to the public and it will fill in a heartbeat. So if this is on your heart, if you feel called to this, be there with us. We have amazing guest speakers. You won't believe the people that you're going to be sitting at picnic tables with, a lot of people whose podcasts you listen to and seeing them speak on stages. Get yourself there. Trust me, you will be happy that you did. So if you ask entrepreneurs, because I have, they'll tell you that they chose this path either because it was modeled to them and they believed it was the best route for them or because they wanted a different, better life than what they grew up in. Reflect for a second, which one of those things are you? What childhood stories and experience shaped your decision to enter into this world of working for yourself, of being self-employed? 
I've also had many conversations with people who ran in the other direction from the world of entrepreneurship because it represented disengaged parents and they felt like the business took priority and there was no freedom because there was no escape from work. There was no checking out at 5 p.m. There was no taking weekends off. They saw the stress and the hard parts of business ownership and having your back against the wall and riding the waves of entrepreneurship as a whole. And none of them felt good through the lens of a child. And they didn't want that life for their families or their kids. They wanted what they describe as stability. And it shaped their decision for a, quote, safe career that they could leave behind at the office at the end of each day. So let's take a second to think about what our future children, right, the ones when they've grown and are looking back on their own lives, what would they say about how their childhood shaped their decisions about the work and life that they choose? So we're going to walk through five questions to ask yourself to help you be more intentional about the stories you're creating today that your kids will tell when asked, what inspired you to fill in the blank? So the first question Are you talking shop in front of them? Too often we try to separate our CEO selves, right? We put on that CEO hat from our mom or dad selves and we put on that parenting hat. When I think back on my childhood, being raised by small business owners uh, and entrepreneurs, I remember a lot of conversations around the dinner table specifically and often the breakfast table as well and in the pockets of the day and in the car that were about the business. And in a minute, we're going to talk about the second question, which is what does talking shop specifically look like and what should it look like? But first, the idea of talking shop is stop separating those two worlds. The work that we're doing here in the programs that we're bringing to life is to help you integrate, integrate, find harmony between family and business, not to feel the pressure of being split in two between two worlds. It's a gift to our kids to speak to the joys, the challenges, the possibilities, the choices around entrepreneurship. So are you having those conversations in front of your kids at all? Or do you have these really hard lines and hard boundaries between your work life and your family life? Okay, so the follow-up to that is what does talking shop look like? Because this can be done really powerfully for our kids, and it also can be a detriment to our kids. So how are you presenting the idea of work? Are they seeing it as serving and making a difference in the world and positive sacrifice for something that you're working towards or how you're uh, sharing with other people or impacting other people? Or are they seeing work as something to be endured or tolerated or a problem or a burden or an obligation? I know sometimes it feels like those things to us, right? We have the days where it's heavy and our back is against the wall and we do have to get food on the table for our family and maybe we're in the middle of a big launch and we're crossing our fingers and we hope it goes well or we just pitched a big potential client that is going to make or break our year financially. That's heavy, right? But the way that you position the conversation around those things is really critical for our kids. I think sometimes we feel so much guilt when we're working that we look at work through that lens of guilt. And we say, oh, this is bad. This is bad. I don't want to expose my kids to this because if I'm feeling so guilty, it must be this shameful thing that I have to keep behind closed doors instead of saying, this is the engine for our family's mission. This is the engine for where we're going as a family and how we live out our purpose together. 
and having conversations around it. So it's not to say only share the flowery stuff about business, the good moments when you have the successful launches or when the people say yes. But when you're sitting down at the end of a long day and you and your spouse are at the table and the kids are there witnessing it, it's okay to talk about the challenges, but are you talking about the challenges as a victim or as a leader? Are you saying, hey, these are the things we were presented with this week. Hey kids, what do you think about this? What are some ways we could approach this struggle? And what's the possibility? How can we come out the other side of this thing? Being really intentional and focused on how these conversations are had, how you talk shop can make a huge impact in how kids view the possibilities of entrepreneurship. Building on that, the next question is, what unspoken messages are they getting? What is being modeled for them? Because they are going to hear more of what you do than what you say. You can teach them about what it means to be an entrepreneur. You can tell them about all the perks of it. But if they're seeing you stressed to the max, if they're seeing you not handle your emotions well, if they're seeing you bury your stressors and having it build up and affect you and then you're short with them or you're short with your spouse, they're witnessing it. They're seeing it in real time and they're believing what you do more than what you say. My son is so perceptive. He can like smell it when he knows that I'm having a hard day. Even if I try my best to put on a happy face, he can tell when I'm not properly working through the emotions I'm facing or I'm feeling the pressure of business. And he'll immediately come up and give me a hug and say, hey, mom, what's wrong? And I have to be more aware of how I communicate that with him, not just in the words I'm saying, like talking shop, but in how I model. We have such incredible opportunities as entrepreneurs that other people simply don't have because we are providing for our families in a very different way. We're we're teaching uh, what it looks like to, to follow your heart and take a leap of faith and take risks for the sake of a mission that was placed on your heart. But how are we showing them how we face that challenge because it is a challenge? One thing that we've started doing is when I have one of those particularly stressful days, I'll tell them, man, today was a tough one. Today's tough. You know, and I, t- and I explained, they're very smart, you know, explain to them what's going on in, in some capacity. And then I say, when I'm feeling this kind of stress, I need a way to relieve it. Do you guys want to come do yoga with me for a half hour? And they come downstairs to the workout room and we do yoga together. And I'm modeling for them, okay, I'm going to face these challenges and I'm going to face these stressors, but I'm choosing how I handle them. I'm choosing how I work through them. And they're doing it with me and they're seeing that modeled. I think another key question we really need to ask ourselves is, are we demonstrating living differently than those around us? That's the power of entrepreneurship. We typically choose this path, if you're like me, because you're completely unemployable. Like I could not, I was the worst employee. I didn't want to be told what to do. But also because I had this very clear vision of living differently than conventional norms. But I think sometimes what happens is we build a business that requires so much of us that we build a job. You know, we leave one job for another, probably even more stressful job. So are we consciously living differently? We have opportunities to be generous with our gifts and our time because we're flexible. We have opportunities to build our business differently in the way that we serve and show up for others. 
we have opportunities to live our day-to-day differently. Yeah, I could plug hours eight to five every week or every day of the week, or I can show the kids that we have the opportunity to homeschool in the middle of the day and break away from work or go for that walk because we're home and we're present together or prep a meal together because we have extra time because I didn't have a commute. So are we even conscious of the fact that we chose to live differently, yet sometimes we model the same life that we would have had had we been in corporate, had we chosen a different career path, had we gone down the conventional route? And then finally, can they see the possibility? What are you working towards as a family? Why are you working so hard? What's available to them that wouldn't be available had you not chosen this path? Are you talking about the vision for the future? Are you including them in the conversation? Do they even know how their lives are different than someone else's life that isn't in this world? It's not better or worse. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to criticize people who have chosen a different path. I'm just trying to highlight the gifts of the path we have chosen. And can your kids see that possibility? We talk all the time about all the lives that are going to change if we stay the course, if we put in the work, if we work together as a family and we all contribute in whatever ways we're called to contribute. Do they know the freedoms that are available to you that aren't available to someone that might be in a more conventional job? Do they know why there are certain seasons why you work more than someone's parents who might be in a conventional job? I remember being a kid and having no idea that there was a life outside of being a small business family. That was just what we were. My my parents had ultimate flexibility, but they worked really freaking hard. And it was just what I knew until I went to school and got to an age where I was starting to go to friends' houses after school, maybe third, fourth grade, and seeing that I'd go to the house and maybe it'd be a friend's house whose mom stayed home and dad worked a conventional job and dad was nowhere to be found. And unless I was staying through dinner and they would roll in around six o'clock or I'd stay at someone's house, go to someone's house who both parents worked out of the house and I wouldn't see the parents. Either they would have older siblings kind of keeping an eye or a babysitter or a nanny, which is fine. It's just different than what I experienced. Or Maybe even there were times where I wished my parents were in that path because I was envious of the kids who would come home and get to go home and sit and watch TV because that's what you want to do as a kid. But I'd have to go to my mom's office or I'd go to my grandfather's office and I'd have to wait until they were finished up work and sit there quietly doing my homework, coloring or playing while I watched and witnessed how my mom or grandfather or dad or whomever was working with their clients. But In retrospect, so many of the lessons I was gifted in life were through what I witnessed, through being a part of that and seeing that possibility for our family if we stayed that course, if we were generous and kind, if we worked with integrity. So can your kids see that possibility? Are you painting those pictures with them? So I'll leave you with two bonus questions to think about on your own time. How were you raised to be entrepreneurial? How, how did it happen for you? What led you to it? 
or what led you away from, you know, maybe something that you witnessed that was a different path? And then how are you intentionally raising entrepreneurial-minded kids? And when I say that, I'm not saying you're choosing their career path for them. They could choose a different path. They could choose to be uh, a teacher or a nurse or work in corporate or whatever it might be, be a stay-at-home parent. That's totally fine. But the entrepreneurial mind and the entrepreneurial spirit is a gift to anybody, no matter the path they choose. And how are you intentionally raising entrepreneurial-minded kids? So to close, I feel like now more than ever, the world needs leaders who are equipped to get the big things done. The world needs the rebels and the rule breakers and the change makers and the leaders and the innovators. And that's who we are as entrepreneurs. And it's our job to raise them. And they were gifted to us in our entrepreneurial family for a reason. So let's do our part to equip them with what they truly need. The most powerful thing that we did as a family was identifying our guiding light in this process, the integration of these two worlds of family and business, and really finding what we call our true north. So I have an exercise for you. It's a workbook. It's free. And I promise you, this is going to be so grounding and so clarifying for you as you go on this mission to raise these incredible leaders in your entrepreneurial family. So go on over to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash true north. It's also going to be linked in the show notes so that you can get this free workbook and start setting your family apart, seeing that you're living this mission and painting possibility for your children. Let's raise them up right. I hope today's episode gave you exactly what you needed. And if it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next juicy episode. And don't be shy. I don't bite often. So come connect with me over on Instagram at Eliz Hartkey. And if there's a topic or a question, a guest you want to hear on the show or an idea you have for us, just reach out and share your thoughts. We do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve. Thank you for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. So tune in next time to keep building that legacy and doing the work that really matters.